This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we start another week of broadcasting. And perhaps I could give you the theme of this week by reading... Out of the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 63, these are the words of Jesus. It is the Spirit who gives life, L-I-F-E. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. We're speaking this week about the dramatic connection between the Spirit of God and the Word of God. And we know the word is is so important, and I'd like to show how important it is by just reading a few verses out of Psalm 119. All right? If you're not familiar with it, this is the longest chapter in the Bible, and the word is is emphasized so frequently. For example, in verse 9, we read these words. How can a young man keep his way pure? By keeping it according to thy word. In verse 11, we read, Thy word I have treasured in my heart, that I may not sin against you. Verse 17, Deal bountifully with thy servant, that I may live and keep thy word. Verse 28, My soul weeps because of grief. Strengthen me according to thy word. Verse 42, So I shall have an answer for him who reproaches me, For I trust in thy word. And let me uh, pick other verses from this psalm. Verse 105. Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And finally, Psalm, Psalm 119, verse 130. The unfolding of thy words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. So we get an idea, if you're not familiar with the scriptures, the importance of the word. Now, we can memorize the word, we can analyze it, we can discuss it, and even preach the word, and yet not have our lives changed by the word. The word stands alone, and the word of, the word of God should be our standard of living. Yet at the same time, I believe it's absolutely necessary, if the word should accomplish all that the Lord intends, that the Holy Spirit must be in operation in our lives to reveal the deep things of God. And that really is the biggest difference, Shelley, between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, that it shows 
because of what Jesus accomplished for us, who is the living word, we must be born again. And when we're born again, Jesus sends to us, as he told his disciples, the spirit of truth. And that spirit is the spirit that enlightens our soul and gives us understanding to the words we're reading. Really? You know, there's no, when you stop and think of it, Junie, there's no higher authority in the world than the Word of God. And we should pray every day. And those of you who know the Lord and are listening should pray every day for the Lord to have mercy and let the lost in the world really know there is nothing higher than the Lord and nothing higher than His Word. Amen. Well, we want to turn to one of the prophets, specifically Daniel, to point out the importance of the Spirit. In chapter 5, we read that Belshazzar saw that the hand of a man wrote on a wall of the palace, and fear gripped him. All the wise men of the king could not read the writing, and the queen said to uh, him, in verse 11, There is a man in your kingdom in whom is the Spirit of the Holy God. And the king called for Daniel. We read in verses 13 and 14 in chapter 5. Then Daniel was brought in before the king, and he said to Daniel, Are you that Daniel who is one of the captives from Judah? I have heard of you that the Spirit of God is in you, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. Isn't it amazing that the identifying factor regarding Daniel was the Spirit of God in him? And it's interesting, Shelley, because in the Old Testament, there were certain people, prophets, teachers, uh, people who loved the Lord, that God filled with his spirit. But then a change came, and a prophetic word from the Old Testament has come to pass, that he will pour his spirit upon all flesh. That's right. And that's opened up today for every listener, for you and me. When we're born again, he fills us with his spirit. And we need to ask for that. Amen. Amen. So uh, we see that the spirit of God can enlighten us to, to things that we cannot achieve through our natural minds. So I want to read something also from the New Covenant in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning at verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. This is a quote from the Old Testament that Paul was quoting. Things which eye has not seen and ear has not heard, and which have not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him. For to us, God revealed them through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the Spirit of the man, which is in him? Even so, the thoughts of God no one knows except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know these things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, 
but in those taught by the Spirit. You see here, the, the joining of the Word and the Spirit is so vital. Combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. But, in a, natu- but it, a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually appraised. But he who is spiritual appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no man. Again, in order to truly receive the word of God or to speak the word of God, there must be that joining together of the word and the spirit. Again, we see this throughout the Old, old Covenant as a, as a coming thing to happen, but we see it all throughout the New Testament. For example... 2 Timothy 3.16, it says, All scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And inspiration is a very unique word, Junie. It's made up of two words, theo, which means God, and paneo, which means breathe. God breathed. God's word was breathed on by God. And it's a powerful thing. And the same word for breathe is spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. And today... We can pray and even ask the Lord to breathe on us. Yes. And to look and to have mercy on us and to guide us through his word and his spirit. Really, that's powerful. We need to also be inspired by the spirit. And again, it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5, For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit. We're going to see over and over the necessity of joining these two. And again, I want to repeat what Jesus said in John 6.63. It is the Spirit who gives life, L-I-F-E. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Junie, it's such a, it's one of the most significant verses, I believe, in the New Testament. And Shelley, that's because that's Jesus. Yeshua said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. L-I-F-E. And no one, no human can come to the Father but through me. Amen. So, the words that we read in the scriptures or our people read in scrolls are the words of Yeshua, are the words of Jesus. Amen, really. Second Corinthians 3, verse 6. The letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. The word of God is a living seed in us that germinates and springs up and brings power. It goes deeper than our thoughts. It brings life. But the word needs a spiritual nature in which to grow. It's not to the mind only or into our feelings, but into our inner soul, into our spirit, into our inner life. We have this treasure in earthen vessels, and that treasure is the spirit of the living God. We can hold the words and doctrines of Scripture very intelligently, and yet have very little life, L-I-F-E. The word of God was spoken by holy men as they were moved by the Holy Spirit, and they can only be understood by holy people as they are taught by the same Holy Spirit. 
The words I speak are spirit and they are life. We must have the spirit of God within us to interpret the word. That was God's promise when he, before he sent the spirit. He said the spirit will come and teach you all things. Let me read John five thirty nine and 40. John chapter 5, verse 39 and 40. You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me, but you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. And that was Jesus speaking to our people, Shelley. That's right. And we need to look to Yeshua, look to Jesus, look to him and pray that he changes our life, that we give him our heart. Yes. And yes. our hearts then become pliable in the Lord's hand that he could give us his life, which is eternal. And we can live this side of heaven for eternal Hallelujah. things. So he's not only given us his word, he's given us his spirit. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. You're such a, a glorious God and a holy God that equips us to know by the spirit the significance of your word. May we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Yes, Lord. Energized by your Holy Spirit. We pray this for us and every one of our listeners in the holy name of Yeshua. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.